huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. I apologize for taking Sunday off. I haven't done it in a while. I have not missed two days in one week and, goddamn, maybe six or seven months. But I was busy. I went to Tampa this past weekend, ended up hanging out with my good friend Colton, Had a great time. Just needed to get away a little bit. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. When you go to Tuttle.net, you're going to be able to find any of the places that I am online. It could be on social media, YouTube, any of the podcasts. You can go to my PayPal. I mean, that's something that I haven't given out in a while. Uh, I'm doing pretty well right now with the sponsors that I have, but I'm about to move to a new place and I bought a shed. I bought a shed, maybe not the best for sound when it comes to recording a podcast because it's metal, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to insulate the whole inside of it. I'm going to put a window shaker in it. And I don't want you to think this is going to be like some Tom and Dan studio. No, this is it's going to be fitting for me. I, I think a shed is a step up from a beat up 2006 PT Cruiser. I've been saving my money. But if you guys want to help me out, because any of the money that you send me, uh, because I've been saving up, I've been I've been helping my mom and dad with the rent here at the Hobo Fish Camp. But I've also been putting money away because I want to upgrade my equipment. I know that I've said plenty of times that it, it, uh, equipment does not make a podcast, but it would be much easier if I had the equipment that I could do bigger and better things. The quality of the audio and the video that I do is going to be way, way better. So if you'd like to donate, you could easily do that. PayPal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. That's paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. I don't care if it's a dollar, whatever it may be. I I write back everybody that wants to donate. So even a dollar will help. You can do that. Go to my PayPal, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Let's get this bitch started. When I first started back with the Bubba the Love Sponge show back in 2015, I was responsible of pulling news audio, audio that we would be able to play on the air looking for news stories. Me and Pantera, me and Pantera were the only ones that would do most of the show prep, find the audio, and we would always try to outdo each other. Like, 
we we almost made it a little bit of a competition to be able to find uh find the worst most fucked up story you could ever think of and we didn't do that because we we like seeing that type of stuff but we like to get those type of news stories because we're going to make the comments we're going to ask the questions i mean that that's what bubba the love sponge was great doing uh i remember one time there was this couple uh this redneck couple that accidentally left their kid in a hot car and she ended up dying and Bubba was making jokes about they hot uh, baked potatoed the baby and stuff. And yes, it's sad that the baby died. Of course, it is extremely, extremely sad that the baby died. But these redneck uh, parents, the first thing that they were doing, instead of grieving for their kid, they set up a, uh, a, a PayPal account or a GoFundMe, one of these Kickstarter programs, to be able to raise money. And I think the money, I think they ended up getting like eighty or $90,000. And originally it was supposed to be just to bury the kid. But no, you're not going to see the local TV news stations cover it the way that we did. And we were asking these questions. It's like, all right, I mean, how, number one, I completely understand that people accidentally leave their kids in the car. I don't know how it happens. I'm not a parent, so I really, really can't say anything. But what I'm trying to say is, I know if I have a kid, I'm not going to leave the goddamn thing in a hot-ass car in Florida. So those are the type of stories that me and Pantera would try to find all the time. Now, this is a story. Now, it really didn't make the news, but this woman, I, I think she might be from Orange County, uh, she ended up getting caught for something. I, I don't know uh, the complete backstory because the news actually never uh, covered this. I ended up finding this audio on World Star Hip Hop. And uh, this girl, uh, I guess the officers, uh, the Leo, maybe saw her put something down her pants. Uh, probably like drugs. If you've never had a run-in with the cops... Uh, usually they're male officers. And if you got a chick hanging out in the group, that's cool. Uh, for the most part, you make her hold the drugs when you get pulled over. Because if it's a male cop, they're not going to be able to pat down a female suspect until they're able to get a woman on scene to be able to do it. And I just absolutely love this woman's excuse uh, for why she had her hands down her pants. Uh, when the cop asked uh, asked her, what were you hiding? I didn't obstruct anything. Well, and trying to hide evidence. We I didn't. Right I didn't. You don't, want to see, you don't want to watch this video? Yeah, I would love to. Because I was fixing my coochie lips. Listen, I'm all for gender equality. But I also don't think that Florida woman gets enough credit. Everybody wants to talk about Florida man. Everybody wants to talk about Florida man all methed out with a knife fighting a rooster or something. No, 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 no. No, Florida man has nothing on Florida woman, and you heard her correctly. She said she was adjusting her coochie lips, not putting drugs down her pants, but adjusting her vagina lips. So there's a bag right there being shoved into your pants. That's not my bag. That's not a bag. That's my fucking coochie lips hanging out, dude. While we're on Florida... We have concealed carry permits here in the state of Florida. We also have 
the castle doctrine. We also have stand your ground. Uh, but this bitch, her pussy lips were not concealed. Her pussy lips was straight up open carry. She had that shit right on her waist, ready to go, buddy. Her pussy lips were locked and loaded. Is a bag you're putting in there. Whatever. You go to the hospital and take it out. Okay. No, they bend and cough me. It'll be cool. On the outside, all the other countries probably think, oh, man, the United States, that is just one whole united country. No, no. That is the furthest thing from the truth. But I got to tell you, what people in, in the South, especially Florida, finds hot the people up north might particularly might not think that it is hot. But when a woman says, yeah, go ahead, bend over and I'll bend over and cough me. Uh, oh, my God. I got I went from three quarter his to full his when I heard her say, yeah, bend over and cough me. It shows you taking out of your pants by the top. I didn't, though. Look, my pants. My pockets for you before I got in my before I got in here. In your pants, man. There's not in my pants. See, this is a great thing about living in the state of Florida. Uh, we have something here called the Sunshine State Law, which means any of that information has to, by law, be available for the voters, the citizens that live here in the Sunshine State. So if you get arrested, help. You know what? When I got arrested for my tag light being out uh, because I was driving on a suspended license and a lot of you guys are like, oh, why, why were you driving on a suspended license? I had an e-pass. Orlando is notorious. There are more toll roads in Orlando than any other goddamn big metropolitan city here in the state of Florida. So I had an e-pass. I had just moved. I wasn't getting the things because I had one of those old e-passes that uh, would beep or whatever whenever you went through. And it was beeping. It was beeping and beeping and beeping. But I was not getting the things that were saying, oh, your e-pass isn't working. So my license was suspended and I ended up getting pulled over. They ended up taking my ass to jail. And guess what? The listeners the supporters, whatever you want to call it, of Real Radio 104.1 knew exactly. They were on top of it so quick. My mugshot was out there for everybody to see. But, I mean, those are the breaks. I mean, when you're a broadcaster uh, and maybe a public figure, I hate calling myself a public figure, but, yeah, it was not great. But, See, you can find out so much about these people. Uh, this chick's name is Rebecca Kozub, K-O-Z-U-B. Uh, Kozub was uh, arrested for possession of a controlled substance. She also alleged to have tampered with evidence and transported drug paraphernalia. Uh, Kozub was the passenger of a white two-door vehicle stopped for speeding. Trooper Waterman, uh, I, have, I didn't get a chance to see Trooper Waterman, but I, I'm pretty sure he was rugged, noted that after he activated his emergency equipment, the vehicle continued driving for one to two miles before coming to a stop, despite having had several places to safely pull off the roadway. According to the trooper, while behind the vehicle, I could see the passenger through the back windshield moving around a lot. Upon the vehicle stopping, 
made a passenger side approach, requested the driver's license vehicle information and informed the reason for the stop. While standing at passenger side, the driver became concerned about getting a ticket. Now, okay, so did you actually see her? And I don't want you to think that I'm going against the law enforcement officer. I'm not. But, like, if you were behind them, how do you know that this bitch hit drugs or whatever in her vagina? The driver positively identified as Mr. Gregory Palimo. Yeah, see, I mean, there's so many shady people here in Florida from his Florida driver's license, and the passenger positively identified by her name and date of birth as Miss Rebecca Koza. While standing at the passenger side of the vehicle, I could clearly see the passenger had several sores on her legs and face. Now, I looked at the mug mugshot of Rebecca. Yes, she does have some sores, but when we're talking Florida, we're talking Florida hotness, a couple of sores, it does not mean a goddamn thing because I've seen a lot of hot women that have sores on their face. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's from picking, uh, from doing methamphetamine. I mean, that's called the Florida birthmark for a reason because they're scratching because of all the methamphetamine use. But the trooper said, based on experience with narcotic users, I know they tend to pick at their skin causing sores like these. Furthermore, the occupants were consistently moving around and could not stay still, which is a common use with narcotic use. Now, I would automatically be busted because I have that restless leg syndrome. I'm, I'm very high strung. I'm always moving. So, yeah, they would automatically, without a doubt, they'd be like, yep, that guy's on meth. Uh, let's tackle Tuttle. Let's tase Tuttle. He's on methamphetamines because he's all twitchy. No, that's that's just how I am, uh, officer. Uh, the trooper then deployed canine Rico. Okay, see, this is another thing that I've noticed about Florida Highway Patrolmen or law enforcement officers, especially here in the state of Florida. Uh, isn't it a little, maybe, maybe, maybe just a little tiny racist that they name all their canines after Spanish guys like Rico? Rico to conduct an exterior air sniff of the vehicle. Uh, the trooper later informed Mr. Palimo and Miss Kozub and I that the canine Rico alerted to narcotics inside of the vehicle. Now, once again, I completely support law enforcement, but let's be honest. Come on. We all know that they're able to get those dogs to be able to alert. I don't know if it's a uh, visual or an auditory uh, signal. Maybe the guy taps his foot on the ground. So they end up wanting to search the car because of the dog. They were eventually found inside of Miss Kozub from whose pants would emerge a purple case containing four cap needles, one clear plastic bag containing two metal spoons. Oh, yeah. This is either methamphetamines or black tar heroin, with, along with two more needles, a clear glass pipe. Yep. That is crack cocaine. Oh, it is meth. And 13 grams of methamphetamine. Mr. Palermo was released with a warning for speed on December 7th, 2020, 
A notice of no information was filed, but in Ms. Kozub's case, declining prosecution. So what I'm trying to say is that they had this bitch dead to rights, but I don't understand why you would use the excuse of your pussy lips being adjusted for you stuffing things down your pants. So we're gonna we'll bring you to the hospital. Okay. So you know, if you do not, if you can't, if, if you can't retrieve it right now, it's multiple felonies to hide it. So you know, earlier when I mentioned that I did go to jail, I, I a lot of people get this confused. I did not go to prison. I went to jail. They they sent me to thirty third the 33rd precinct or whatever they want to call it. Uh, if you live in Orlando, you know exactly where it is. It's right there off of John Young Parkway. Um, yeah, I when I went in there, there was a lot of guys because I was getting booked in at the same exact time. But all of them were like, oh, man, I got to take a shit. My stomach's hurting me. You know, my nerves. I'm all fired up. I got to take a shit. So before they put you in, like, the the main holding area, while you're waiting to be processed and then go to your cell or your block, whatever it may be, they put you in this little holding cell and there is one toilet in there. And that's the thing about it. If you are pee shy or you have a problem going in front of people in jail, uh, <laughs> jail is not for you. I'm sorry because you get absolutely no privacy. But these guys that were complaining about their stomach problems, those mother effers were flushing stuff down the toilet as quickly as they can. Because if you bring in contraband into a jail, that is another felony charge that's going to be stacked right on top of what you're already in trouble for. But if you make us go all the way to the jail and you have to... Uh, sir, I swear, when I'm telling you I was adjusting my coochie lips... I'm okay, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shock jock here. I'm really, really not. But the way that this woman is talking about her vagina lips, I got to see it. I got to see it. It's like, you know, a lot of people don't want to look at death and carnage. But I, I mean, it is I want to rubber neck her vagina lips. I want to just drive by and look at it. I know there's some people dead in that car and I know I don't want to look, but I got to look. And that's that's exactly what I'm saying. The way that this woman is talking about how she just had to adjust her vagina lips, I gotta see it. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm the only one, maybe I'm the only one with enough balls to admit, but I got to see this chick's vagina lips. Checking my pockets to make sure I had nothing on me, to be honest, if you want, no, no, sir, if, to be honest, I was making sure I had nothing on me. Where, where's this female officer? Like, let her pat you down. I was fixing my coochie lips. I gotta give it to her. I got to give it to this woman standing by the coochie lip defense. Every time she brings it up, I, I think of uh, Johnny Cochran during the O.J. Simpson trial trying to fit that glove on and just showing the uh, jury, like, listen, it does not fit. I mean, I could only imagine if she would have had Johnny Cochran back in the day and he would have been like, if the coochie lips don't fit, you must acquit. Help you with what, though? Like Retrieve whatever you have hidden. 
want you to retrieve what you have hidden in your pants. Listen, I didn't take anything out of my pants. We're trying to make sure helping you out. However, we can't help you out. What? Listen, once we go to the jail, okay, and they put you through the scanner, okay, they're going to see what you showed up your pants. I'm sure it's because I have not had sex in a while. I've not had that release. But I got to tell you, I really don't give a goddamn about the sores. Uh, this chick is definitely white trash Florida hot. I'm going to post uh, her mugshot up on my social media pages. Just search at twitter.com slash Tuttle, facebook.com slash Tuttle, instagram.com slash Tuttle, any of those, because I, I would like to hear from you. I would like to hear from you. Would you bang this chick or not? Uh, you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044, or you can leave me an email, tuttle at gmail.com. That's tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Listen, unless you help us out, and you can retrieve for us. Because I, I might have a bowl in my pussy. All right, so the whole time she's been calling it coochie, what was going through her mind? Was it like, all right, so I've been using the word coochie for a while, and they're, they're not believing me right now. So if I step up my game, go a little bit more offensive, and I go from coochie to pussy, they might start believing me a little bit more. I mean, she did. She was like, I put a bowl in my pussy. Now, what, what a bowl could, when I think a bowl, I, we all think of uh, potheads, uh, hippies, uh, weed smokers, whatever it may be. I don't know if you smoke methamphetamine out of a bowl. I'm sure it's possible. I mean, it's, as far as I know, it was all out of like a glass pipe. You could kind of fit that uh, subgenre of drug use, crack cocaine and methamphetamines with that glass pipe and that chore boy so you don't suck all the crack cocaine or methamphetamine into the back of your throat? Yeah. Oh, good play. I know exactly where she was going with this one because she said something might have already been up there. And what do guys hate more than anything to talk about? Are periods, tampons pads, whatever it may be, we're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Because you know that officer would be in a lot of trouble if there was no drugs in there and she was just uh, readjusting her bloody tampon or something. Who knows? And I, once again, I'm not trying to shock shock, but I mean, this bitch does have a lot of sores on her face. I mean, I saw it in the mugshot. I got to tell you, though, uh, the uh, police cameras, whatever cameras they're using, uh, Instagram or all these women that are just trying to get attention with all these Instagram filters, because this woman talking about her vagina lips look pretty goddamn good on those police cameras. I don't know what type of Snapchat filter or Instagram filter they're using, but man, the uh, law enforcement officers in Orange County need to get on that because she looked good. Now, when you look at her mugshot, eh, not so much. But <laughs> so, so what I'm trying to say is I liked uh, the way this woman's trying to go there. I already had something up there, which makes me believe 
She's talking about a tampon. I know what it looks like, but there was nothing in it. Like, Listen. there was no bag. It was just a fucking bowl. And it was already in my pussy. Listen. I'm telling you right now, it's all in the way she delivered that line, pussy. I mean, there are some words that women will say that will automatically drive a guy right up the wall. One of one of mine is panties. Here and I, and I know panties is so like innocent, but when I hear a woman just say panties, and when I say it, it just sounds weird and creepy, like Buffalo Bill standing in front of that mirror, putting on the makeup and the lipstick, saying, "I'd fuck me." No. When I'm just saying, when a woman says panties, yes, it's hot. And also, when some white trash meth out bitch says pussy, yeah, it's kind of hot. I'll take that out for you. Like, that's all there is. You're in the back of the car, okay? We clearly see you take something out of your pocket and shove it up your pants, okay? Before we go down to the jail, we run into the scanner, they find what is in your pants, okay? That's another All right, I'm sorry. This woman is kicking it out wide for this officer, and that's the only reason she went from using the word coochie to pussy. She's basically daring the officer. Come and get it, Mr. Officer. Come get it, Johnny Law. Come find this bowl that I stuck right in my pussy, and then maybe, maybe while you're down there, I'll make it worth your while, and you don't have to take me to jail on this one so I don't get my 25th mugshot because of the Florida sunshine laws. Yes, come find my bowl in my pussy. So like I said earlier, if you want to be able to check out this chick, the one that was talking about her vagina lips and how she wasn't hiding any paraphernalia in it, uh, go to any of my social media. Just search Tuttle. Tuttle with two D's. T-U-D-D-L-E. I was able to get in on the ground floor. So if you go to Instagram, it's Instagram.com slash Tuttle. Twitter.com slash Tuttle. Facebook.com slash Tuttle. It is just all Tuttle. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally? I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. 
All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I'm always like state or regional loyal. Like, for example, in college football, uh, if the Gators don't make it to the Final Four, I always root for the SEC. Now, I grew up a Dolphins fan. Matter of fact, uh, my next guest actually took me to see my first Miami Dolphins football game. Uh, it's my cousin, Billy, from WeDoPodcast.com uh, to come on and chat a little bit about the Bucks. I don't care about all those talking heads in Tampa. The, nobody, nobody knows more about the Bucks than my cousin, Billy. Billy, how are you? I'm going good, man. How you been, Tuttle? Let's go Bucks, man. Super Bowl. I know. See, you you sound like you have an extra spring to your step right now uh, watching the game. But before we get into talking about the Bucks, uh, I've been on a uh, as a guest on your podcast. And mm -hmm. I actually got to do a podcast with you and your son last week. Now, I'm a little confused here. We're cousins, so what does your son, like, your son would be my what, second cousin? I believe he's your second cousin. Okay, so, but you have a podcasting website, and I know that you talk a lot about triathletes, triathlons, working out and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, talk a little bit about your podcast, uh, wedopodcast.com. Yeah, we started it, um, let's see, we're on our uh, second season. And we've done four episodes this time. Uh, we deal a lot with endurance sports. We talk to uh, folks like Dave Scott. Uh, he's a triathlon legend. Um, I talked to like Patrick give me and something he did. Like I mean, give me okay. something somebody that that isn't in the triathlons and stuff. Give me something that would like the normal person would find impressive. Okay, well, he was one of the very first people to finish the Ironman race in Kona. There was a book written of just about him and uh, Mark Allen called Iron Wars, mm -hmm. and it was the closest race ever in any kind of sport, meaning closer than any uh, marathon, anything like that. The two of them battled for 13 hours and then were then mm -hmm. shouting distance of each other for the entire time. So he is a... Uh, he is, is that he the is, triathlon in Hawaii? Yes. Uh, it mm -hmm. is that one because yeah. they run through like that desert area that yeah. has like all the like uh, the volcanic rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the energy lab area. Uh, that's where all the volcanoes and stuff are. But yeah, they, these two guys uh, battled, they swam for 2.4 miles, then hopped on the bike and rode 112 miles out and back uh, through those lava fields. And then they, after that, they only went for a 26.2 mile run. So, what, what is the hardest thing out of the three? I know that you're doing the swim. Is the swimming always in the beginning? Uh, does always it always go beginning. in that order? It always goes mm -hmm. in that order. Okay. Yep. What What is the one thing? Because, you, I mean, for you to win a triathlon, you got to be at least good in everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like what? What? Okay. You've done them. What? Mm -hmm. What is the hardest one? What? What is the hardest like segment for you? Or what do people say? Well, you know, um, the first person out of the pool or out of the water is never the winner. That's for sure. Are you for real? Why? Yeah. Why is that? Do, do they do they say why? Because they use too much energy swimming because uh, swimming. When I played baseball, my dad, all of our baseball coaches said, I don't want to catch you swimming during baseball season because yeah. it just drains so much energy. 
Um, a, a lot of the folks that get into triathlon usually have a bit of a swimming background. And um, so they usually go out way too hard on the swim and then they have nothing left. The, triathlon is, is a balance of uh, matches that you have. That's what I tell the people I coach is that you're only given a certain amount of matches. You want to use them all. You want to be able to light them off periodically throughout the race, but you don't want to have any left in your pocket when you cross the finish line. Does that make sense? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're trying to balance the, the amount of matches that you're using. You'll, you'll use one a little bit on the swim. Uh, you want to save them for the run because, you, you know, you ride for show and you run for dough, meaning the run is where the money's made. You can you could be the fastest cyclist and then get to the run and you have nothing left. You're going to end up what Is triathlons in the Olympics? Because if not, why isn't it? Because... It, it is. Um, it was back in Rio the last time we actually had a summer Olympic. Um, one of my guests that I just had on last week, his wife uh, was the first gold medalist in triathlon. They do wow. a little different distance, though. They do the international distance. So instead of doing the two point. Wait, so swim, wait, wait, it, are, are you talking between men and women? Because I've golfed with you. And when I've yeah. golfed with you, you would always make, oh, you're hitting from the women's tee or whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, is there any difference between women and men when they're doing it? No, or no, no. We're, yeah, triathlon knows no boundary, no gender. Um, there's three different um, distances. There's well, actually four. If you're talking about there's a full Ironman that we were talking about, Dave Scott does. Then there's a half an Ironman. Then there's an international distance which is uh, even a quarter of that. Then there's the sprint distance, which is the shortest of them. Mm -hmm. All right. So before we get into the bucks, you said you do some coaching. If anybody wants to maybe uh, reach out to you, maybe get some coaching or some mm -hmm. guidance and stuff, is there a, a place that they can reach you? Oh, yeah. They can go to, uh, well, just send me an email, billyprice at gmail.com. All right. So. Let's move on to the bugs. Okay. Yeah. Woo. Now, now my biggest audience, see, this is the thing, you, you know, we've been doing podcasts. You've been doing podcasts. You know, I've worked in Orlando and Tampa, but for mm -hmm. some reason, the analytics I get, nobody in Orlando is listening to, yeah. <laughs> to me, <laughs> which I, I find virtually impossible, but Tampa is by far my biggest market. Mm -hmm. Now, Tampa has kind of had some bad luck when it comes to this pandemic, okay? So listen to the things that Tampa has missed out on, okay? Beginning of the year, WrestleMania. WrestleMania was supposed to be at Ray J. Canceled. Mm -hmm. uh, you get the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they make it to the Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup final. Mm -hmm. It wasn't canceled, but we they didn't get any home Stanley Cup final games, no, okay? Played in Canada. Now, the Rays, the Rays, they didn't win the World Series, but with, with Tampa still did not get a World Series, okay? Played on a neutral zone again. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so now we're moving on to the Super Bowl. For the most part, Super Bowls, the audience is not the true, true fans. It's usually the rich and elite that are going to Super Bowls. Uh, any idea what they say, uh, the attendance, like what percentage they're going to allow into Ray J for the Super Bowl? I have heard uh, today that it's going to be around 22,000 people. And of that 22,000, 7,500 will be first responders. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that's cool. Yep. I think that is so, so cool. Now, all right, so let's let's get to the game. But before we do that. I want to get a little bit of background with you. Okay? okay. So I grew up, I always knew you as a Buccaneers fan. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want anybody to think that my cousin Billy is a bandwagon fan. He was following the Bucks from the orange creamsicle uniform days, yeah. the windless season. What 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 made you a Bucks fan? Like what what made you choose to be a Bucks fan? Well, growing up, uh, a lot of my friends were either uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fans or Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboy fans, and. Uh, I wanted to forge my own path. So I went to the calendar or went to the uh, see where all the buck or all of the football teams were. And I said, well, it was that I, or the Bengals. Yeah, it exactly, was it was the yeah. Bengals. Or- <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, you know what? I, I like orange and it, Tampa is the closest to me. So I am now a Bucks fan. Uh, that was back in 1979 when they went. What to was the, the NFL- first Bucks game you went to like in person? Oh, uh that was probably um, like Green Bay Packers back in um, when I was in high school. So mid 80s. That was when they were in the same division. That whole division yeah. thing was so messed up because yeah. the Bucks and the Packers and the Vikings. I'm like, why is there a team all the way in the south playing in the same division as a bunch of northerners? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was a mess. But um, I, I um, in 79, I went down and I, I was able to. Uh, save up a bunch of Coke bottles that I had, you know, back then they were recycled. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. And I um, saved up enough Coke bottles to go down to the local uh, market, which is actually down from where you used to live. And they had a Bucks t-shirt that was hanging up behind the counter. <laughs> and I was like, it said uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 1979 NFC champion or NFC central champs. I said, I'm buying that. So I went around the neighborhood, found them and the rest is history. I've been a Bucks fan ever since then. What's the name? I always flips my mind, but what's the name of the guy that was on the original Bucks logo? What did they call him? Bucko Bruce. Oh, Bucko Bruce. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so you, buckler. So you <laughs> went through the lean years. Do you, do you remember the winless season? Uh, you know, I was um, I came on right after. Actually, it was twenty six games in a row that they lost. So oh. yeah, I came on. Is that right still after an that. NFL record? Is that still <laughs> yeah. an NFL? Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, so so now you went through all those years. You got to see the Bucks mm-hmm. in 2002, 2003 make it to the Super Bowl. And and let me let me tell you people how proud my cousin was that the Bucks won. Uh, this is back in the day before you could get all fancy and get like really high def answering voicemail messages. <laughs> like this sounded like he put his cell phone up against uh, like a tape recorder or something. But it was like this big, drawn-out, like, production. The Buccaneers, your 2002-2003 Super Bowl champs. And then he's just self-flossing the whole time. (laughs) And then it's like, leave me a message after the beep. And I'm like, being a Dolphins fan, I'm like, GD, man. I can't (laughs) believe. But I get it. Because if I was a Dolphins fan, I would do the same exact thing. Yeah, you know, I um, back in 2002... 2003 when the Bucks did uh, win last time when it went to the Super Bowl we didn't have a lot of Facebook and stuff like that so I went down my contacts that I had on my phone and called everybody and said hey <laughs> remember how you made fun of me for wearing orange all the time <laughs> ha <laughs> it just hung up you know <laughs> all right so let's let's talk about last night's game a lot of people were talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers record and and cold weather game Okay, Mm -hmm. and and I was like, are you guys not realizing who the quarterback of the Bucks are right now? I think Tom Brady, in my opinion, 
my opinion, played in the worst weather football game of all time, the yes. tuck rule game. Mm-hmm. Uh, them versus the Oakland Raiders who, uh, to get to the Super Bowl to win their first Super Bowl. Um, I'm like, Tom Brady, he's, he's your quarterback, man. The, the cold weather is not going to affect them. Were no. you worried going into this game? No, not not as far as cold weather goes because, uh, I mean, yeah, it was only, I think it was 28 degrees at, at game time, but the uh, blizzard that came through actually came through Saturday night. There was four uh, inches of snow that came through the night before the game. For the game, it was fine. No snow, very little wind. It was, 20, like I said, 28 degrees, but no big deal. Yeah. So, so now they won. What were the keys? Why were the bucks? Okay. Now Brady still had a good game, but he had some throwing mm-hmm. errors. Yep. Okay. Yeah, like three, uh, three picks. So, so what, what kept the bucks in the game? Because my dad was like the defense. If it was not for the defense, defense mm-hmm. uh, they would not have been able to win that game. I tell you, um, I was talking to, um, you and I had Cooper on and, mm-hmm. um, he and I decided, um, after looking at Ndamukong Sue's uh, Instagram post about the game changer of the game, um, Vita Vea, the uh, man broke his foot. He had a broken leg in week five, and he came back to play this time. He was the difference maker. He caused the pocket to move in, to collapse. That gave the single coverage on the outsides for folks like Shaquille Barrett, and folks like Jason Pierre-Paul, the, uh, Shaq had three sacks, uh, and Pierre-Paul had two. Um, then you look at uh, that single coverage gave people like Devin White, who had 15 tackles against. And you remember when you had talk- a lot of sacks? Rogers, yeah. Rogers, Rogers was one of the most least sack quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. And what I think the Bucks had four or five, didn't they? They had five. Yeah. You know, and um, I, last time I talked to you, I compared Devin White to Ray Lewis and you kind of shook your head, but I think no, I'm going to make you believe but, it. I mean, uh, but I mean, uh, come on, Ray, when you, a lot of people will say, oh, this is the next Michael yeah. Jordan. Oh, this is the next Ray Lewis. So, I mean, yeah, I was wrong on that. Now, so I want to ask you, okay, mm-hmm. so you're a Bucks fan. Yep. What were the Packers thinking kicking that field goal instead of going for the touchdown? You know, um, looking at the aftermath on NFL Network, uh, I, I was watching the interview that Aaron Rodgers gave after the game. He didn't know why they went for it. Um, I would, hands down, what would you have with, done? I would have would given you? the ball to my MVP candidate. You know, he's yes. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Give him an opportunity. He's got eight yards to make. And in fact, that third down play, he could have run it in, I think, if he really would have. Yeah. Uh, you you know what's funny? I've been telling people and they don't believe me. Uh, you know, back in the day in the 90s, the NFL was you had to run. You had to play great defense. Mm-hmm. OK, so Brady gets the ball back after that field goal. And the safe play is just give it to your running back. Yep. Run the clock down. What does he do on first down? He throws a pass. And I'm like, that is all the proof that you need that the NFL is a passing league now. You know, um, that pass to Mike Evans kind of made me a little scared, but I, I was telling Cooper, I said, look, if it's going to go to somebody, that is our GOAT before the real GOAT. Mike Evans, he deserves no. a shot at making that, you know? Why, why does Mike Evans not get enough credit? Because is, the, is it because he's not that flashy guy that gives you the sound bites? 
every single week, but like he's done stuff that the if we're we're talking goats, mm-hmm. Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice, yep. every year that Mike Evans has played since he started in the league has had at least a thousand yards. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And I, I the only thing I can think of and what I've heard uh, uh some of the pundits say is that we're in a smaller market, you know, although a lot of your I, listeners are from Tampa, they I, say mm-hmm. that that's a smaller market and he just doesn't get the attention. All right. So the Bucks win. Mm-hmm. How was it now the last time the Bucks made it to the Super Bowl? Yep. You weren't a father of a son. I wasn't but, even a father of a no, daughter yet. No, you weren't. <laughs> Man, holy crap. You yeah. know, uh, I mean, that's another thing. I can get into that. I watched this whole story about how, t- uh, you know, people say that time goes by faster as you get older mm-hmm. and they, they kind of explain why that happens, but I'll have to save that for another one. But uh, how was it to be able to watch your team make it to the Super Bowl with your son? Oh, it was hands down. I mean, yeah, that first one was something special, but this one's the one I'll remember always because I was sitting uh, on the sofa right next to my son, giving him a high five and, you know, looking into his eyes and saying, hey, we're going to the Super Bowl, man. You know, and, <laughs> And um, growing up uh, for him, he wasn't much of a football fan. And when he was, he told me he liked the horseshoes and the dolphins. Those were his teams. So for oh, him the Colts. He was a Colts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for him to actually be a Bucks fan and um, watch the whole season with me, uh, it's definitely one I'm going to uh, remember forever, you know? All right. So you win now. You're moving on to the Super Bowl. You mm-hmm. have two weeks to prepare. Yep. You get the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I'm not ready to anoint uh Patrick Mahomes as like the the king of the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I mean that offense is really, really good. Now, what do the Bucks need to do to be able to slow down that high powered Kansas City Chiefs offense? Now, uh, uh traditional wisdom says you want to you want to keep the ball you want to have long drives when you have the ball to keep them off the field uh mm-hmm. what what can, what what can the bucks do to kind of slow down that offense well i tell you what i'm going to do is i'm going to draw back on um because we have played them this year uh it was back on um what was it january or it was november 29th we played them in tampa and we held them to 27 points. Now we spotted them a 17 point lead. If you don't, mm-hmm. if I don't know if you watched that game. No, or not, I, but, I don't remember it. Yeah. No. And um, they decided for some reason, the uh, head football coach there for the defense, uh, Todd Bowles decided he's going to match up one-on-one with Tyreek Hill. He said, I'm going to put my best corner on Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill for the game. Tyreek had- Hill is the fastest uh, now yeah. for the people that don't watch football. He he is. I'm I'm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He is mm-hmm. the fastest guy in the yeah. NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. He had uh, 200 yards in the first quarter, mm. but the Bucks held them to only 60 yards in the last three. So they switched it up. They they were able to stop them and hold them to only 10 points after spotting them uh, to um, it, for 17. So. They had the ball left with four minutes left in the clock, and they were only down by a field goal. Uh, the Chiefs were able to run the clock out. That's the only difference from that game at all. So all I would say is if, if I was uh, whispering in uh, Bruce Arians' ear, I would say just do what you did the last three quarters of the game last time you played them. 
you know, they they like to go and and I got uh, my producer vulture hit me in my ear. Uh, yeah. Two questions. OK, so. Who does the coaching edge go to? Bruce Arians is not like that, that sweet name. But then mm-hmm. uh, the Kansas City uh, Chiefs uh, head Andy coach, Reed. he was Andy Reid. He was with yep. the Eagles for a little while, right? Yeah. Okay, so who holds the coaching edge? Because everybody says Bruce Arians is the quarterback whisperer, but mm-hmm. what good does it do if you're a quarterback whisperer when you got the GOAT? I mean, the yeah. GOAT is probably going to tell you more than what you know. Well, as far as innovation goes, uh, you got to give the, the Andy Reid uh, the edge on that just because he's able to do a lot of um, unique play calling. He's, allowed, he's doing a lot of scrambling, a lot of RPOs. Those are things that the Bucks just don't do. Uh, a lot of screens, a lot of um, like uh, jet sweeps and things like that that the Bucks just don't do. They're, they're more of an old school, uh, we'll drop back and we'll throw the ball and we're going to see if you can stop us kind of guys. Okay, so on offense, this is what I'm going to ask you. Mm-hmm. When the Bucks are on offense, what is going to be their game plan? Are they going to try to establish the run, or are they going to use the passing game to to build the run? You know, because everybody yeah. back in the day used to be, well, you 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 run, run, run to set up the pass, but now mm-hmm. it's kind of reversed. Like you pass, pass, pass. They're going to put in a bunch of defensive backs, and then that's when you start pounding it. Yeah, you know, I really feel like they like to to um, pass to set up the run rather than run to set up the pass. Um, Bruce has been quoted as saying that he wants to he he wants to run when the runs matter, meaning mm-hmm. um, fourth quarter we've got the ball, we've got the short lead, yardage, mm-hmm, and we're gonna just milk the clock. So that's mm-hmm. when he really focuses on the run. Uh, look for them to uh, feature Leonard Fournette once again. He uh, had a great game. Did He's a great that? running back, man. Yeah. I listen. I I followed Leonard Fournette because being a Gators fan, LSU had to play the Gators every single mm-hmm. year, and Leonard Fournette is just a machine. Yeah. Now, my producer wanted me to ask you what is what is up with all the missed extra points as of late. <laughs> uh, you mean in general in the NFL? Yeah, or in- I mean in general as well as the Bucks. Yeah, you know, they did um, extend it back. Uh, it's now more of a field goal than it is an extra point. Back when you and I were growing up, it was set on the two-yard line, so it was yeah. pretty much, I'll, I'll quote A the, chip shot. Yeah, a chip shot, but now it's actually like a 25-yard field goal every time. So that's giving um, a little bit more of a difficult kick for the kickers. Um, I know in, in Tampa especially, one of the end zones is notorious. Swirling for, wins. Yeah. 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 All right. So, so, um, before I let you go, let's, let's once again, if people want to check out, because I'm, I, I want to come on your show as well yeah. to talk bucks, of uh, football, uh, how can people check out any of your stuff, any of your social media, uh, tell people how they can find you. Yeah. It's super easy. Just go to, uh, we do podcast.com or, uh, hit us up at Facebook at we do podcast, uh, Instagram at we do podcast. And, if they're looking to um, supplement their daily Tuttle podcast, mm-hmm. they can head over and look up We Do Podcast, and we have uh, new episodes drop on Wednesdays. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, working on those uh, media things. I, oh, I've nice. already sent out some emails. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we can do a, a little 
correlation with each other. So if I can get us two passes, maybe me and you, yes. I can do stuff for my show and then for mm -hmm. you. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think I think I could definitely get us into media days for the Super Bowl there. So now, uh, I'm 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 definitely working on it. If you go to Media Day, are you that are you gonna do the Baba Booey? No, kind of stuff no, no, or? no. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Like you know me, I don't mm -hmm. care. I will do anything, but I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to watch Sports Center and be yeah. like, oh, some some uh, weird dude that looks like the Unabomber or something <laughs> came in and was asking stupid questions about you know the consistency of their number two or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I'm I'm not gonna do that type of stuff. Well, listen. I really appreciate you giving me some time. I wanted to talk about Bucks football. I think it's yes. a big deal. I mean, what a great year for the city of Tampa Bay when it yep. comes to sports. It just sucks. A pandemic was happening during it. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, instantly checked to see how much tickets are going for just in case uh, I wanted to take Cooper. And it's $9,961 a ticket. <laughs> well, it's all about supply and demand. They're not yeah, exactly. allowing as many people in, so they're gonna jack up the prices. Mm -hmm. So, I yep. mean, let's let's see what we can do. I, I'm gonna come up with some ideas all because right. I would love more than anything to be able to at least get you in there. I, yeah. How do you feel? What if I can get you selling peanuts or beers? I let's mean, are you are you down? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. I can work right. security. I'm a big dude. Yeah, put me at the. <laughs> At the end zone in one of those yellow vests, and I'll just I'll pay attention to the game, not the the bad people. You know what I mean? All right, Billy, check out his podcast, his website, we do podcast.com. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Pebbles Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast, last segment of the day. Thought today's show went really, really well. I want to thank all of you people, all of my supporters. You know, I call you supporters because I don't like to think of you as fans or listeners because you guys are just as important as I am when it comes to the growth of this show. Covered a lot of great things today. I know I got a little weird right there at the beginning about the chick that was hiding uh, drug paraphernalia in her lips. I mean, this chick talked about her lips like it was the Sarlacc pit from Return of the Jedi. Uh, and then I had a great conversation I know a lot of you people might not like sports, but goddamn, it's a great year for Tampa Bay sports, and I'm going to pander to my audience, which is mostly made up of Tampa Bay supporters. So yeah, I am a Bucks fan, even though I grew up a Dolphins fan right now, 
Go Bucks. Tom Brady is going to be the GOAT. I used to be one of those guys. I used to be one of those guys that was like, oh, Tom Brady isn't all that great. It's all because of Bill Belichick. He's in a system. But guess what? What he's done with the Bucks this year, even if he does not win the Super Bowl, which I think it's, it's going to be a little hard, especially against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, I hope that they win. But this proves that Brady is the GOAT. The guy's been to goddamn 10 Super Bowls. Nobody can even come close to that. So, all right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are being safe. And I will talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.